All right. Now try again. This is person X. Yeah, now we're good. There it is. Now we're playing with fire, boys. All yeah, right. I like right. fire. All right. All right, so I'll continue that shit later. Let's fucking that was nice, let's man. get to person X right now. Yeah. Let's do this. I don't even know how to start. How do you want to begin this, Psych? Since I would you- say, um, so uh, I met person X through a, a really good friend of mine. And uh, we were just kind of out, you know, uh, just we were out working and stuff, you know, just shooting the shit. Nothing serious. Like, you know, we weren't talking about anything. So this story comes about and, uh, you know, I, w- I was talking about the Phoenix Lights. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. You're right. Okay. Actually, Person X has another story because he's, he's somewhat of a historian as well, too. So he could tell you about the uh, that uh, the, the wash up there oh, that's filled with the cement. Draw park wash yeah. Dreamy draw. UFO yeah. buried under there. But. Yeah, so, but let's get into this first. So, so he told a story that I think, uh, and you know, I, I, I tend to hear a lot of stories and stuff like that. And I think that this is a story that, you know, kind of still stands with me where I still think about it, like on the regular. So with that, if you guys are ready to hear from uh person X, we can ask questions, you know, however he wants to tell it, but yeah, you can, you can, uh, go ahead and give us a little introduction person uh, x well i'll give a little story about you know recap on how i met psych we were talking about the uh, dreamy draw parkway one day and i read in a book one time that there you know it's a, it's a dam it's an old dam and yeah. now it's you know it's in the middle of the desert what do you got a dam there for well back in 1947 there was a ufo you know much like roswell but actually here in arizona um anyways they covered it up apparently the ufo is still buried there there's a book called strange facts arizona i'll have to find the book or something anyways so talking with psych you know then we got into the phoenix lights because i was actually up on the north mountain the night that that happened like literally looked up and it seemed like about 100 yards above me uh, uh what you'd say a spaceship but looked like a giant sized um stealth bomber but like about three blocks long you know by about six blocks wide the thing was just it was like a city Literally just gliding over you, dude. No noise. Just so as we start talking, I, and you know, we were talking. I can't remember what he told me, but I go, "Hey, man, you know, I got an alien story for you." And turn back to I think I was like in the seventh grade, eighth grade. Me and four, three other guys. Oh, so this happened when you were in eighth grade. Your story. Eighth grade summer. It was a summertime break. I was. Eighth grade freshman year, you know, I, I don't remember exactly the year, but I know I was young and I know that we just started driving. My partners just got their first car and, you know, we were always just out mobbing around causing trouble. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, we were out again causing trouble and uh, we decided we we're going to head up north to Dewey on the freeway. So as we're, we're driving. Um, Dewey is a city Dewey's in Arizona? Dewey's a little small town up, up in, in northern Arizona, on your way up to Cortez Junction, Prescott Valley, and so okay. forth. Just a little small two-block by two-block town. And uh, that's like a little, it's like a little... Uh, it's got a post office and a grocery store. It's like a mining town, right? Or something yeah. like that. Exploded. They got a, it's like pumpkin patch, little farming. Farming, community. little far, yeah, farming sort. community. Yeah, <laughs> The Literally, small liquor. <laughs> little small dive town, liquor. but it's pretty cool. So anyways, me and my partners would ride it. And uh, I can't really remember how it actually all started and, and transgressed to the next thing I know, we're being followed by these three orbs. It went from day to night, you know, we're on our way up. Next thing I know, 
and all of us are seeing the same thing. You know, it's not like we're crazy or anything. What are orbs? Balls, balls of light. Like literally these three balls. And what would look like a stoplight, you know, red, yellow, and green, these were red, yellow, and blue. There was three of them. following you guys? They were were like literally behind us. Okay. And we're like tripping out because, you know, we've been smoking weed. You know, we're we're in eighth grade, so smoking weed at that time, we were high as fuck. And we were just like crazy, well, you know. So we got these orbs following us. And um, we had had quite a bit of pot on us at the time, you know. Again, in eighth grade, I think we had over a half a pound. Oh, yeah. Of weed, of some good shit. And back then, we had some stuff called Nuclear 19. It was like, <laughs> it, it was just high-grade shit. And, of course, because of the way we had it, we were headed up to Prescott Valley to go sell it. We'd get more money up there, turn around, come right back, whatever. So in the midst of all this, going up there, talking about, hey, boys, let's smoke. You know, we're going to go make some money. Everything's going good. Next thing you know, we got these, these we're like, hey, what the fuck? You know, because these things are like, the light is eliminating through our car to the point we're almost not blinded by it. But, I mean, we can look at them, but we can't see nothing but lights. Yeah. And they're behind us going. So my driver, uh, Trap. Ah, he's Trap. Yeah, you had your own driver in eighth grade? Well, uh-huh. <laughs> he was the driver of the car. Nah, you know what I mean? You. My partner, uh, there was four of us. So there was two, two up front, two in the back. We're in the back rolling, whatever. So... He can't really turn around and look, but the three of us are like flipping out because these things are going, coming up on us. And, you know, we're like, surely we're just fucked up. You know, that's just, this ain't right. So we decide we come up with this plan. We're going to bury our dope because we called weed dope at the time. That was because we were high, we were rollers. We thought we were ballers, eighth graders with some clout, some, you know, hardcore pot and whatnot. So we thought we we had guns and we thought we were just the shit. But, you know, looking back, we were just, little fucking punk thugs that didn't know shit about life <laughs> and anyway so we decided we came to this plan we're gonna pull off the side of the road up there and we got into dewey and there's all kinds of little dirt roads up in the little hills and mountains you can go drive back into so we're gonna go bury our shit just in case these motherfuckers that are following us in these lights <laughs> want to take your want to fucking take our <laughs> shit you know so we pull off in the side of the road and uh next thing i know one's over us and and i'll tell you what I'll, I'll never really forget this because it was a ball that was just shiny bright. And it was like bright, but I could look at it. And the next thing I know, it opened up into three sections. So it went from a ball into three diamonds. You know, I mean, I just take a, take a ball and just put it into three diamonds and open it up flat. So that I, I've tried to draw it a hundred times and I just can't mathematically figure out how it was possible, how it did this. And kind of like thinking like an ant farm, you know, if, if, if we were the ants, when this thing opened up, there was like a city, like, like a city of aliens, like a whole, it, it was crazy. But everybody stopped to look down on us, like we were the aliens, you know, like we were like, but there was three, three, it, it was fucking crazy. I'm telling you, man, I never. So the three diamonds, it, it, it was a ball. In the okay, sky? In the sky. Okay. Above us, right? But it opened up. The center, the centered one stayed just like this, right? That's oh, so the ball opened up, kind of like an orange split That's in half. That's how it looked when it was opened, and then when it closed, it was like this. So that diamond that's in the center right there, there was three of them. Oh, I get it now. I can't draw it. I can't. Exp- it, it's fucking nuts because how it was hinged, and I really remember thinking like, how? 
You know, how is this? Whatever. And so anyways, you know, they, they stopped. And I remember them looking down at us and we're all like, fuck, you know. And after that, I don't really remember. I don't, I don't ever say you know, I've been abducted or like, I don't remember feeling probed. Nothing stuck up my butt or, you know, <laughs> right. and if there was, I sure as hell wouldn't All right, so, so would you say almost like a portal open or, or were you seeing through the, the ball? The, you were looking the, through the, the diamonds? The spaceship. It was a ship. It was a physical ball that was following us. Oh, and there was motherfuckers. As in we there? stopped where we were going to hide our dope, this thing fucking came and hovered over us. Right? So we're like, what the fuck? And our windows up. Because we're fucking scared. Like, what the fuck? This thing opens up. Not a portal, an actual fucking spaceship, dude. Like the, door, like the door opened. Like, like the door opened. Yeah. It opened up into three. And I see what. You, oh, shit. You know, like a Pokemon ball? Yeah. Take that Pokemon ball and pick three equal lines and then just open it up. Like split it open. And split it open like yeah. an orange. You know, I wish yeah. we had an orange. I could probably describe it. Dude. Yeah. And we're looking at him. And we're like, fuck, you know. And after that, I don't, I don't really remember. I know that I was just like, we never had our, after that, we never had the pot again. But we never spoke about it. Because the next morning, and I remember saying the next morning because... By the time we actually got our dope and everything and we're headed up north, it was 9 o'clock at night and whatnot, you know what I mean? So the next morning we come to and... Um, He's hitting the blunt. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Nice cool. and right. Mm, it's beautiful. So the next morning we come through and when we came, when we awoke... All four of us were in the vehicle, but our heads, the windows were down. And like I said, we put the windows up in a panic because this thing was like fucking. And we're like, what? Fuck. And you mind you, we're eighth graders. We're kids. We're like, but we're hard. You know, we're like, and there ain't no time for fucking getting guns out and thinking you're some kind of fucking badass. We were literally scared as shit. The next morning we wake up, we're in the car and all of us are Heads down, or the windows down, our heads are like this, hanging Laying out back, the door, hanging. out the window. Our bodies are all face like this, the two in the front are face, you know, body, feet to feet, sort of say. Their heads hanging out the windows like this. What the fuck? We're all covered in a layer of dirt. The car, the window, a layer of soot. Our faces are like this. When we come through, it's like... Like you're covered like, in like yeah. like a helicopter had hovered over us and just a oh, dust a minute. Oh, and just. But mind you, though, while we were actually seeing this all transpired, we were watching it. We weren't watching dust. Our, we weren't like, oh shit, the eyes. The, we were rolling our window up because we were seeing these motherfuckers look at us, and we were. It wasn't a matter of the dope. We were at that point. We didn't care. How did they look? Do you remember? I don't. I, you know what? I, I don't remember what they look like. I, I can't. I can't describe a body feature for you. I can't describe an eye. I can't. I just know that there was a city of people, uh, of aliens, and and here's my thing on aliens. Just so you know, I, I believe because I believe in God, you know, and, and I believe that God created aliens, and in one sense. I believe that if aliens, you know, when we think of aliens, we, we think of these creatures that are like, woo, arms stretch out and 
little gray, little gray, the gray that, right? Star Wars characters. But think about that. This Star Wars character has the ability to travel through space and get to me, and yet mankind, as smart as I am, don't have that capability. They're, they're, they're. Anyways, back to the God theory. An alien to me is not is something that's created by God in a sense. And if you also believe that an evolution, which we spoke on that, it's kind of hard to, to create God and evolution together. But but in a sense, they are because if you think that we were developed from a monkey and we transpired into man, well, evolution continues on all through life. So what does man actually Trans- evolu- transform into? Evolve to. Eventually, to, evolve to. So. How about an alien life form? How do we know that aliens aren't nothing more than an evolved human life figure if we've been around for millions of years and decades? Because if you think about God who created our earth and the universe, and if you believe in him, you really think he was just minute or thinking, geez, just one planet out of the entire solar system I'm put life form on? I mean, come on, think of, you know, that's, to me, that's, you got to be an idiot if you think God only created our earth and didn't put life form somewhere else. You know, because if he's God Almighty, he, he definitely, whatever. But anyways, back to being a, I, I don't ever think we were abducted. Because I don't ever felt like, like after that night. But when we came through, we're wiping the sit off her face. And I'll never forget because my partner turned on the windshield wipers. Okay, we're in the desert. Right? The dirt off. And he's turning on the windshield wipers. You know, we all laughed about that. We were like, ah, you know, what, what the, he's like, I got to be able to see to get out of here. So we all get out of the car and our everything's covered in dust. Everything. I mean, just completely covered in soot. Uh, soot. So we all kind of discussed about like what we saw. And we all agreed that we saw the orbs, the aliens. But, you know, we, we and I hate saying the aliens because, again, we can't describe them. We've, we've talked about it. But it was also something that we agreed that we never talked about it. Not because we were scared. Because we didn't want to look like idiots, you know, like, like, who the hell's going to believe ya? And then when I met Psych and I heard some of his stories, and, I, and I've talked to other people, and I got some other homies that I'm pretty cool with, that I don't, I'm comfortable with telling my story, because you know what, like, even here, I'll never see these people again, or whatnot, person so X. I'm just You're simply person telling X. my You're story, I don't X. gain nothing, I don't benefit nothing, I don't lose nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know, the only thing I gain is a bunch of other fellas who can share or relate to Something that's happened to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, I don't claim that I was I was abducted and I saw our future and I know what's going to happen and they're coming. Uh, if I knew that, I'd try to be gone somewhere else. You know what I mean? But, but I just, I was so happy because you know what? It, it's crazy to think that that probably did happen to somebody else. And my partners, they'd all tell you the same exact story, you know, but we just don't. Again, there's no benefit about it because if you think about it, like I tell my wife, I've been married for 10 years, but with my wife for 20 years. And when I tell a story, when I go to the bar, I meet other people and this and that, you know, my wife, she starts, she goes, man, you know, she goes, you know, everybody thinks you're crazy till you hear your story. And then when they hear it, they're like, hmm, that might have just actually happened. But I, I tell you what, I'll never forget that night. That was that was something that I'll never, ever, ever forget. And like I said, I, I wish I could describe it. I've tried to draw it. I've tried to take an orange. I've tried to take a tomato. I've tried to take every kind of round figure, mm-hmm. even a basketball, and just draw the lines to get this thing to open up to the way that I saw it, that I can recollect. And, and the way that I, I can only think of three diamonds, 
contoured. You know what I mean? Check that out. That's a trip Literally. that you can still remember how it opened. Just the three diamonds like that. Put three of those, you know, that hole in the center? Yep. Put three of those together. And what, what baffles me is I can never figure out how they stayed together and then closed on a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just, it, it was in supreme mathematics. Yeah. On a round object. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, you know, after that, I'll always tell you that I, I did respect alien life form. You know, I've always been a camper and outdoors person. So when I fired my weapon or done something stupid, I've always thought, you know, what if these aliens are bought? I have thought, what if they came after my drugs? What if they're monitoring us? You know, there's so much, there's so much behind what could happen. And I even think back to my dad, who's no longer here with us, but he used to always tell me the eye in the sky is watching you. Ooh. No matter what you do, son, the eye in the sky is watching you. And that always baffled me because on his deathbed, he told me a few things that I thought I did that he should have never, ever known about. Oh, right? he knew? <laughs> he knew. And there was no way in hell that he should have ever know. You know what I mean? But he was just one of those characters that either you're just taking a good guess or I don't know. But the eye in the sky was one of those things I always thought maybe, you know. So kind of back to the, the alien theory is, you know, that, that UFO, the Phoenix Lights. Yeah. Oh. Um, I got another buddy who, who tells me that, you know, aliens aren't real. It's all a mythical thing, that it's just characters and so forth that we developed in our mind and that the government has implanted in us just so that way we can't catch on. But anyways, that's my story as far as, you know, aliens. Like I said, I don't, I don't recall being abducted or it was hope. It was that good mathematic part, though, that I liked. It yeah. was, it was yeah. something, though, that I'll tell you what, the four of us... You know, when we do get together, and we haven't gotten together except once. You guys should come back on the show. Well, <laughs> one of them is actually around. My partner, John, is around. Yeah, yeah bring him down. John X. Yeah, well, we were just talking about my wife, yeah. and we were always talking about, you know, it would be nice to have somebody to, to tell our story to. Yeah. But then when we tell it, we sit back and we laugh because we think, man, you know, is it really just that good a pot? But I can't. Uh, I've I never can't. seen nothing like that on. And yeah, like what did you guys be think? A crazy experience. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Fa- you know, I, I'd like to agree to that to the extent, but I don't think we make you hallucinate like that. Yeah. Well, again, you're correct. We definitely were hallucinating. But what always baffled me was the soot, the dust on our faces, exactly. the dust yeah. on our car. One thing he left out though, because he even. So, like, when I was thinking about the soot, too, one thing he said is he was like, man, I thought we did a donut in the car. Remember that? Well, yeah. See, that's what I can't figure. Because yeah. I was thinking if the helicopter, you know, and think if we were hallucinating, if, if uh, for heavens forbid, it was a helicopter that gave chase to us that led us out to there. <laughs> why didn't we have the tire marks in the, the dirt? The dirt. Because the dirt, and that was the other thing. When we got out of the car, nothing was disturbed. You know what I mean? It was literally, like... As is, as was. Our tire cars were, our, our tracks were normal. Same spot, car never moved. It wasn't, it, wasn't, out. Like it wasn't like we were like, oh man, how did we get from over there to over here? Or yeah, it yeah. was like, holy shit, did you guys? What did you guys say to each other when you woke up like that? Well, we kind of, again, I just remember us all coming to and doing this. Ugh, like this Wiping like, your eyes. Like, oh, because when we opened them, they were heavy. Okay, you know, it was like. Wow, like, and and so the two in the front, and then my partner John in the back was me, 
And actually, he would have been to this side because I was behind the driver. And I'll never forget that because when the driver, he couldn't look and see. And a few times, I grabbed his fucking head. I'm like, look, dude. You got to see. You know, because, like, you guys are on drugs. You know, I'm like, oh, man, you know, pull the fucking car over. You know, and it got, it got to the point where these motherfucking balls were on us. And, and again, balls, you know, of all types of alien ships yeah, that you could possibly think of, draw, yeah, color. They were orbs. They were they were circled balls. They didn't open up in half. They didn't open up in twos. They didn't split open. They opened up in threes, and it was three diamonds that created one ball when they closed And they were it. bright as shit. There was a yellow one, a blue one, and a red one. And the uh, yellow one is the one that I recalled was the bright one because... Even though they were that bright, we could look at them. You know what I mean? Even though, yeah. like, like the light was illuminating through our vehicle, we were still able to look at them and, and see the detail. And that was it, is there was no detail to them. They were balls. They were just balls of light. You know what I mean? Sospher- spherical objects. It, it, was, it was intense. I'll never forget it. <laughs> the UFOs, man. But after that, you know, I did respect, I, uh, like I said, I've always respected them. I've never, you know, anybody that's ever told me about a, an alien or a, an encounter, you know, I've taken the time to listen because yeah, you never know. Or it might open up something to your story, you know what I mean? Give it a little bit more insight, possibly. Well, you know, in, in theory, think about this. What if they were going around, though, planting something in all of us, and at some point in time, because I always just think about these aliens, you know. You got to think about it. This character has the ability to travel through space here to there. Taking over it's mankind ain't a freaking problem to them, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a matter of time or achieving what they want. Yeah. And I also look at, you know, what if aliens are looking at us like ants? Oh, yep. What if we're like the that. ants? Worker ants. Well, you know, what if they're in a different frequency? Yeah. You know well, you what take I mean? an ant farm, right? Mm-hmm. You got an ant farm that contains a thousand ants, and we kind of can shake it up, and we can make, we could touch this one and poke at this one and make this ant go this way. What if the oh, aliens are up there on that same I mean. surface? What if there's like frequencies to this? We're the shit, Pokemon, you know? they could be <laughs> of the uh, alien. Earth could be stacked upon stacks, you know, depending on the frequency you're on. That's true. And think about the core of the Earth, too. So, like, there's layers to the Earth as well. well just I like also base my theory about aliens being an advanced human elevu- elev- evolution. evolution. Because in the Bible, again, being a believer, it also says, and I can't think of the verse. I'm, you know, I'm a believer. I'm not a Bible thumper. Uh Somewhere in the Bible I read, there's nothing here on earth today that didn't exist in the past. You know what I mean? So Does the Bible say anything about UFOs at all in that? You know, I myself have never seen anything where it actually says anything technically. Again, the Bible is also left to be interpreted to each and own's thought process. You know what I'm saying? So however, what you think about a certain verse, I may not feel the same way. That doesn't mean the Bible isn't trying to send the same message. We just read it different and apply it different. Doesn't make you wrong or me wrong. It doesn't make you right nor me right. Just my belief and so forth. You know what I mean? So again, me being a believer and you not being a believer doesn't make us, you know, if I judge you on that, then what kind of believer if I, am I really? You know what I mean? If I say, well, geez, you're not really following my God. Well, yeah, my God exactly. says whatever, you know. My God don't probably, you know, my Bible will say there ain't 
aliens or my pastor might tell you hey dude you know your alien story stop, you were on stop some serious drugs dude don't tell it no more what would you say to that Vince if it was like well, being told to you that you didn't see that I can only tell you what I remember dude yeah. and, and in my eyes and in my my heart and with my friends dude you know that's it's that's real. the thing my friends dude we don't gain nothing yeah you know I don't I don't gain nothing by looking like an idiot telling my fucking story I gotta tell you what man I remember when it happened it was some real shit. I'll never forget it for the life of me because, you know, me and my boys, we went through something that night. Like, what the fuck? We saw something we probably shouldn't have. Didn't change our lives where all of a sudden we got to live based off of what we saw. We know what we saw and that's all we could say. Were you freaked out about it? Like walking home at night or? Well, we were freaked out. And again, the town Dewey is only a couple blocks long. So after we got the car back, and I, and I don't even really remember, you know, the, the car just started up. And we drove off, you know. We never we never said, hey, guys, let's not tell anybody about this. Let's not. We were just like, hey, nobody's going to believe us. Uh, you saw it. I saw it. We all saw it. Who are we going to tell? Did they take their the, the weed from you guys? That was the thing, dude. When we drove off, we never looked for the weed. We never got the weed. And what was even crazier about that... The aliens took the weed. What's crazier about that, dude? That weed... You got space jack. Hey, that weed, I got that night on a front. Oh, shit. On a front. So I hadn't even paid for that shit. I I really believe it now. I really believe it. Never, never, ever... Never, ever did the guy that I had $2,500... Okay, mind you, this was good weed. Not just your fucking average oh, yeah, skunk weed. Yeah. This was fucking called Nuclear 19. This Moral was $2,500 for a fucking quarter, half pound, whatever it was. I, I just remember it was a block like this, and you know, we were smoking and having a good time. But after that night, my dude never came after me for that weed. We never discussed it. We never said, hey, let's go back and see if we buried it somewhere. We never talked about who had it last. It was simply in the back seat. You know, on our way up to do, we were making quarter bags out. We didn't have no digital scales. We had that little oh, metal <laughs> hanging, yeah. one. hanging one, dude. Yeah. And trying to do that in the car, you know, I just remember thinking, man, let's just fucking go sell some weed, get a hotel. Eighth grade, I remember getting hotel rooms all the time. My buddy who was a driver, he had his license so he can get the hotel rooms. They were $39 at Motel 6 down the fucking, you know, we pull over and make our weed. We had so much going on, you know what I mean? But after that night... I remember a lot changed, and when I say we went through something, we you know we never went back for our weed, we never continued selling, and that's how we made our money to get weed. You know, you sold weed to make weed, so that way you can go do what you want to do. And we weren't out hurting people or nothing. We we just kind of just stopped. It was like, fuck, no more. You know, and we actually all split ways probably about six months after that. We um, I came back down to Phoenix because. I couldn't live up there no more because I was like, fuck, I can't get a job. I was so, wasn't scared, but I didn't like being up there. You know what I mean? It was just not, it wasn't right. You know what I mean? I decided to come back home and uh, I got a job on Luke Air Force Base as a cook. And uh, my mom used to tell me that because I got a job on the Air Force Base and I see the jets come in and out and I'd ride my bike out to the airfield and I'd sit there and I'd smoke weed just to fucking... And I'd think about what I saw because they looked like jet. The one that flew over Phoenix looked like a jet. The Phoenix lights? It looked like a giant size 
wasn't no spaceship like round and aliens looking out the windows or nothing crazy ever like that. But um, did you experience the Phoenix Lights? I hell yeah, dude. Me and my wife, dude. I was gonna ask, did it? Did we talk about that last time? If any of us also experienced any of the Phoenix Lights? No, we didn't. Nobody here seen no. them. Nobody um, actually physically seen. Were you guys here? I I did see it, but it, mine was from the south side. So he saw his way up north. I saw mine over North Mountain, and well, and mine was in South Phoenix. Where like, were the lights at? Like what the, direction? The lights. Which way were they going? East. So they were going okay. towards Mesa. So when he saw them, they were coming north. They went all the way they south came from north. They, yeah, down south through Phoenix. They yep. hovered over Phoenix and Huge. They went out that way. Yep. And uh, speaking of, if you guys don't mind if I read this real quick. Uh, so remember we were talking about the 33rd degree parallel, the line that goes yeah. all the way across. Yeah. So so uh, the Phoenix lights, which were reported by thousands of people in the skies above the city, were one of the most massive UFO sightings in history. According to witnesses in two separate UFO events, the city of Phoenix is located on parallel 33. There is a lot of... A mystery surrounding Parallel 33. The first nuclear explosion took place in Alamogordo, New Mexico on Parallel 33 on the African continent in the town of Casablanca, located in Morocco. A large square and hexagonal pyramid construction are located on the 33rd uh, parallel. And then it says um, uh, the Persian Gulf uh has a few interesting qualities in ancient Mesopotamia, now modern-day Iraq, where the cradle of the Sumerian civilization was, is the place where the 33rd parallel north acts as a junction of two rivers, the Tigris and Euphrates. Uh, says some biblical texts suggest that it was at this location where the Garden of Eden was located. Currently, the area doesn't look like Eden's grade due to the many conflicts of the area. So um, Baghdad is on the 33rd, uh, let's see, the ancient city of Damascus in Syria is on the 33rd. Iran, Afghanistan are tra traversed by the 33rd. Check this out, though. Um, all the pyramids are located on the 33rd. Uh, you can find the Bermuda Triangle on the 33rd. Uh, yeah, so that's... Phoenix is on the 33rd. Phoenix is on the 33rd. So, like... Uh, Sedona, you know, that's a hot spot. You know, the For portals, yeah. Vortex. Yeah, the portals, yes, vortex. yeah, vortexes, right. portals. Um, you know, the so that that was just a little bit more from last time, like the, all those similarities. The Easter Island, so know. what is that again? The 30... 33rd parallel. Uh, so if you the a you know how you can give like land, longitude, latitude, uh, on like, the on the maps and on stuff the like that, or whatever. and it'll zoom in. There's a line that runs like all across the globe, and, and those are all on the 33rd line. Yeah. So we're all the rest of the world. Uh, AZ is on that on that like that, that little line and stuff. So it explains the heat. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> explains the heat, and you know. So you know the 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 way uh, I'm glad that we wanted to uh, touch on the the Phoenix Lights thing because that was some people say it was as big as a football field. It was bigger, bigger. See, and so, they said it was three blocks big. I was gonna say, you know, I, I was just blocks. telling somebody. I remember it being it, it was a floating city going across us, and what I also remember is it not in you know everybody said it was quiet, but there was just little just a little hussing, just a little. And you can't really tell if it was generated from the the thing. And we were up on the mountain. 
Me and my wife were up on a North Mountain. So that was it, is we were on this side of the mountain. And all of a sudden, above us, and it, I can't remember, but everything went dark. Like, yeah. Like, yep. Even though it was dark outside, everything went darker. Yeah. Like, I, re- I remember darker that. Until the lights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a sheet had just come over, but like a black sheet. Because, again, we're outside, and all of a sudden, on this side of the mountain, over it, just like a black shadow came over the blackness yeah. in the sky. And next thing I know, looking up, as far as you can look this way and as far as you can look that way, this machine, which looked like to me a giant um, uh, stealth bomber, like like a giant, like two block, three block long by four block. That TR-3B shit. What's that? The mothership? We were talking about it last, last episode at Northrop Corporation. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, man. That force is generated like this, that, that gravitational. Yeah, that gravity around itself mm-hmm. and shit. Well, that night, the entire mountain, North Mountain Preserve, was covered. And when I say the entire North Mountain, it, it extends over to yeah. 7th Avenue on the backside there. <laughs> Me and my wife were just like stuck in like awe. Oh. And I do remember thinking, man, what is the government doing now? <laughs> you know, because. Think about how many people are seeing this. Like everybody saw that one. And I have a guy that's telling me. <coughs> he goes, "Well, maybe you people, you know, are." He was saying something about Hollywood. Is because if you were to take something and put it in the sky right now, you couldn't tell how big it was. If you were to put it up against a mountain or something, you could use that as a, a full yeah. reference. Yeah. As a reference. But up in the sky. So I asked him. I said, "Well, so tell me then, what was the point of Hollywood or or the, even the government?" Hitting this mass projectile spaceship above our heads to make, you know, a million people look up in the sky and say, ooh, ah. Right. Because when I say a million people, you got to think it's not just the people in Phoenix. No. Which leads me back to like the 33rd parallel. Yeah. You know, it's not just Phoenix, then it's everybody that runs around there. So all this stuff that goes on is, I don't know. Yeah. What, what do you think about the uh, the storming of 51 that's getting ready to take place? It's a good point, man. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. yeah. I was being I'm glad, guys really about glad that. you brought that up. So yeah. they're gonna, how many people are going to storm every I heard 400,000. 400,000 people yeah. signed up. My son's been follow, telling yeah. me about it because he... I want to go and just interview people. But just there, I'll be huh? in the safe area where like I can't get locked up for sure or shot. Yeah. <laughs> And me no safe area that hey, day. I want to take a... Uh, no, nah, I'm going, dude. I'm going to take the Zoom and interview in these there. fuckers. Well, I, I recently just got something. Um, I mean, I don't know how, how to say it. I want to go there to do some marketing, to make some money. Because nice. if everybody wants to go there and start a place, I think if you had like beer coozers that just said I was there, mm. Area 51. Oh, t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So, now we're so talking. Check it out. Now you're t-shirt? talking my language. Hey, check it out. Take a portable t-shirt machine there, right? Set up in the back of your truck. I was there. Area yeah. 51. The date. I stormed Area 51. Yeah. With a portal? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with a portal. He's got a portal opening up. Storm the sands of Area hey, 51. Hey, that's that's copywritten by Person X, <laughs> so nobody could steal his ideas. Nah, nah, take it. Just send a little bit of money this way. Oh, he takes 10%. Never mind. <laughs> Run with it. So, so uh, speaking of, if, uh, so let's just say uh, they, they do happen to show up and knock on the door and they decide to, to let some people in and, uh, 
let's say like i don't think they'll let people in nah let's say they give them a letter and the letter explains what they do there and like canada you know okay like they're like okay look there is an is this is it existence they're gonna shoot people try to hop that gate yeah happen they gotta show that Bob Lazar. <laughs> they gotta show those Bob Lazar hangers he's talking about. Yeah, man. Hey, they gotta let Bob Lazar walk us through that bug, right? It's yeah. not just like a like a little gate surrounding a base. Well, it's well, like miles and miles and miles and miles of desert and, a, and <laughs> underground. Bunker, and you won't even man. find the base, yeah. like an entrance. And all but check like, it out. Here's what I also think though about Area Fifty One. <laughs> all right, really so you nuts. got this spot that everybody knows about, right? The government's got Area Fifty One. Uh, what about the spots that we don't know about? Oh, man. You know what that's I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's just the that's just the hot spot. That's like that's what everybody. Well, when we say a hot spot, though, bases. that's just a spot that we're we're destined we know to, to to we're we're drone we're programmed oh, okay. to, we're programmed to to say hey keep your eyes focused over here while all this other stuff is happening on say parallel thirty three they got you off over here on say parallel twenty six right Vegas or whatever. Maybe the gov- other highway. Maybe that's why the government is doing it to throw us off. Make yeah, it, like it's make like, it the alien town, but there's, you know, everything somewhere else. You Another remember, bunker, fucking. It's like on Men in Black. Remember when he goes in to bust that dude, and he's all, "All right, where's the goods?" He's all, "This guy just sells jewelry or guns," and he's all, "No, show me the other guns." And then it's the whole alien <laughs> stuff. It's like, you know what I mean? That's how it goes, man. Yeah. So that's how we got all this crazy technology, man. Yeah. Just, Reverse engineering all that shit that the government has from ancient artifacts and from shit that they've dug up, man. Like the Bob Lazar shit, bro. That shit's that I, shit. That shit could be real, man. That that's a. Uh, well, when you, when you say about, that could be real, I mean, what what is your belief on you know aliens and so forth? You, my belief is it could be real, man. Yeah. Like I personally don't have your story, you know. Like you've witnessed this, so. But I'm, I'm, I believe the stories of some, some of these people, man, like Bob Lazar, I believe what he's talking about. I don't know why he would, he has nothing to gain from telling his story, you know? He's been telling the same exact story since the 80s. Like, it's, it hasn't changed. You know, there ain't. He's they, a smart dude too. Like all this stuff, the element one fourteen and all that. Like um, one fifteen, right? One fifteen. Yeah, I'm sorry. One fifteen. He turned out to be real. Yeah, he definitely put those seeds out there that like the whole uh, uh, exposing of the Area Fifty One was a lot due to Bob Lazar. So, I think also too another thing is um, uh, speaking of the dam. So I, that was something else I didn't know of that happened. So just for Phoenix. Our Arizona historians, uh, we were driving and, and uh, Person X was then telling me about another spot. And he's like, you ever heard of this dam? Dreamy Draw Dam. So to all the listeners, Dreamy Draw Dam. It's like heading up north, like off I-17, uh, roughly up there. Um, and what it is, is uh, so one thing that I that I heard as well, because I went and I looked up. There's some there's two YouTube uh, videos that you could see. And one is a actually a news reporter that goes to do a little bit of research. And he's like, aliens in Arizona? And he's like, dreamy draw. And he talks about this small little tidbit of this information. And one thing that they did say is that it was not just a crashed uh, ship, but they also uh, got bodies out of it, too. Mm. So they recovered a ship or not recovered. They buried the ship with the cement, which is what 
uh, Person X was talking about where they filled it and made it a dam. Um, but they also say that that whole area is blocked off. Like, you can't just go in there. Mm. So uh, that's another thing. Why would they block it off and make it non-accessible by the yeah. government? It was just a regular dam. Yeah. yeah. And, and then our history, you know, because Arizona is such a young state, uh, you know, people don't know enough about the history of this place. So that's that happened at the same time that the uh, Roswell incident happened. So you have to think Roswell just took a higher, you yeah. know, uh, like a spotlight. And, you know, it was just AZ, Wild Wild West out here. You know what I mean? So I think that's another thing to look at, too, in this whole thing is that, like, uh, you know, the, the information we're not given to. So we have to do our own research. And that's the thing I like is that. That's what keeps feeding my uh, interest and sparking my, you know, my knowledge seeking is that, all right, well, if I did find this and it is published and it is fact. What else, you know, are they not telling us and what do they have to gain, you know, and why would they not want us to know, you know? Oh, hold on. Person X just got it. This is just in. A story has been going around the valley about a UFO crash at the base of Squawk Peak Mountain, now Piestoa Peak, in 1947. He goes on to say that the government, in an effort to hide all evidence of the crash, built the Dreamy Draw Dam over the spacecraft. There are several versions of the story. One of them is outlined in a book written in 1950 by Frank Scully called Behind the Scully. Flying Saucers. Hey, isn't that the dude from uh, X-Files? <laughs> what if they took that name off of this cat and they are just like, yeah, this is dude, man. So it says uh, Scully wrote, that in October of 1947, an alien space saucer crashed in the valley. It bounced, skipped, and landed miles away in Cave Creek or Paradise Valley. Another oh, version says that there were... Ac- yeah, that was the first one. So that that's one. And then another says there were actual aliens on board who perished and their bodies were hauled away by the United States government. Dreamy Draw was then allegedly built over the site to cover it up. It says, um, "Oh damn, that's, that's a trip, dude." So this is a this is a Fox Ten reporter that actually that's Fox went 10 out. Fox Ten, right there. Yeah, well, it comes out of a yeah. book. There's there's a there's an actual book, and I do have it, but I have to do some digging because through the crates. I'm born and raised in Arizona, so that that really interested me when you know to think that that's right around the on the other side of the mountain where I lived. Yeah, you know, and and what baffles me is that you know you don't hear any older general. That's the other thing is I know. Some older gentlemen who I've asked, you know, hey, what do you know? But again, you can't find, you know, an 80 year old man back then was a boy, so he wouldn't be able to recollect that. So all you have are these news stories, facts. But who do you believe? Because when the government had Roswell, you know, initially they admit that they have something, and hours later they flip script and release something different. You know what I mean? So how do you know Arizona? wasn't the spot that actually happened in 1947 and Roswell wasn't the down jet that was deteriorated. You know what I mean? Damn. There, there's so much that could, you know, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about that kind of, but think about it. In our own backyard, the government is alleged to have built something, you know, what do you guys know about cryogenics? Because that's one thing that I've also, I, I got a buddy who says that at Squaw Peak, and underneath the gates that are locked there is a cryogenic cryogenic frozen station. Oh, a cryogenic station? Because the aliens couldn't be transported from that spot where they were because hmm. 
I don't know. You'd have to find the book and read it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Research on What's that? cryogenics? That's freezing the body and yeah. keeping it as is. Right. Right, like flash freezing. Well, you know, taking your meat and flash freezing it. Right or think of there. Star Wars again for Han Solo. You know, in the carbonite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like when frogs and them yeah. go into the yeah. animation. What's up? In the winter, like frogs and them, they're like the anime. Yeah. They just sit there still. That's why they have that blue blood. So, because, yeah. so also on the theory of there being, say, a down UFO buried, we see a lot of alien and UFO activity here over the United States or Arizona, Phoenix in general. What if these aren't motherships and other ships coming back to look for what they lost you know now we're taking their technology and we're we're using it beyond our means you know what i mean oh straight up to kill and and i to only kill. say that because i see sometimes on the, on youtube there's a um nasa has their own footage of spaceships going up to the space station looking at it seeing what's going on and whatnot so i mean if if the government in one sense is admitting to some stuff but not to the other of course, they're leaving something out. I mean, how do you yeah. think we got freaking lasers, man? Right? Yeah. 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 Laser beams. Hey, you know what else? Uh, our human spine, the vertebrae, has 33 joints. Yeah. That's the 33rd parallel. Yeah. It just said it right here. It said, for example, 33 was the age of Jesus at his death. It is the most important degree for Freemasonry. It is the number of vertebrae that make up the human spine, and the human foot has 33 joints, among other things. See, now that's the first I ever heard about Jesus dying at 33. Yeah, oh, I knew that one. Yeah, Nas said that in a rap. Yeah, one mic, right? Well, see, and (laughs) even being a believer, there's some stuff that I find hard to to be authentic because where's where's the information generated? Carbon dating and all that stuff. It's it's not a. I could go outside and pick up a rock, and you're telling me that rock's a million years old because because you if saw it started that out as a speck and then developed into a rock, which mutated or whatever years and this and that. So, anyways, you know, to think that you could tell me what year somebody died back in two thousand years ago, I don't know. Yes, that's hard to believe. They, they did say even where they do the tree like dating with the rings and stuff that they can actually get better readings a new way like outside of it and that's like an old way of them like determining like uh how old stuff is and whatnot so almost like a, what do you think it is what are they using like a laser you know what <laughs> <laughs> a freaking laser you know what laser. it's either like because uh, lasers pick up everything though it, oh, yeah. It, yeah they they you know with the shirts they read the temperature you know they can uh make a straight line like they they actually they can scan barcodes yeah it's weird you know it's like almost like um it's like a sight uh like a scope or something like that where it can just but, pick up. but like, does it have to be a laser though because if you think about it on your iphone or your other phone now you got these black digital scans where i can hold yeah. it over something yeah. and go like that this so is that's your nothing more than a video reading that's 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 laser technology already built in without the actual beam emanating each and every time. Yeah, the camera, some, for some reason, could fucking read. So it's that's like a scan when you, when you pay. That, that's like even barcodes, okay? So when you pay my money, it takes it right away. But if I got to go apply for an application for a gun, it takes days. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same technology behind all that information. It's all barcoded right then and there. Yeah. 
So what? Yeah, not everything's updated to the new way. What uh? What would you guys say is um? But see, to say it's not everything is updated the new way, but that credit card has been going around since. How long has the credit card been around? Long uh, time. Remember they, they used to do the they carbon did, copy? They did it back in, not even before but that, even though. Even with the like computer, more so, technology. So like, to say that everything is not updated to that, that's the most outdated, updated system. Right? I mean, no, I think the fax is the fax is the oldest like format of used. communication, and it's still used horribly today. That's the OG email right fax, there. Yeah, fax, like. I, I got a strange fact that reminds me of. I, I hate to bring it up, but I, I hate have it. Person X. What's a? Uh, can you tell me two sounds that you may not know or your kids will never hear? Two sounds that you may not know and your kids may never hear. Damn. I'll just tell you the sound of a typewriter and the sound of a rotary phone. Oh yeah, they won't know. Huh? It's all digital now. They'll never yeah. your kids. Your kids will never. In fact, you guys have probably never heard your mom type up that letter to get that bill sent out. That ting 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 ting. Or they have to pick writer. up that phone and go. It, 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 I would type my projects, grandma, dude. My grandma, essays, yeah. like in like third. But your grade. kids, you know what I mean. You, you'll never yeah. history books. We're out writing ourselves on a daily basis. You know what I mean. It's. Yeah, get on the mic, buddy. <laughs> Not good. So, what are you gonna ask, dude? Oh, you oh, you know what I was gonna say the um the question that I wanted to pose to everybody now is uh since since uh we know a little bit more history just about our state uh doesn't that alone make it make you want to research what it's really not just about the ufos but just like about our own state like if something like that was that big a news back then and it you know just got kind of brushed under the rug it's like what else did happen here you know that they that they also didn't tell us you know what is tempe town lake really you know what i mean no not really but if these are all things too that happened why is the older generation and what made what what happened that it became non-speakable yeah, you know what I mean. If you if you think about it, because it's not just the government people who saw it. It would be everybody around when that when that flying saucer hop skipped and across the valley and landed in PV. You know, Everyone fifty years ago, we, we we may not have ten million people here, but we had. It was developed. You know what I mean. So how long ago? How long ago was it? Was it was in nineteen forty-seven. In the forties, right? Forty-seven. Yeah, we were we were definitely well, so that's what, sixty years, eighty years ago. Thirty years because yeah. we were nineteen twelve. Populated. Yeah, that's our first year, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so about thirty years of of uh, living people. That's crazy. You guys are are you in Arizona? You're Arizona lifer, right? Yes, yeah. sir. You you guys ever you guys experience any? Crazy lights. lights. You saw the Phoenix lights. You just nothing out of the ordinary shit. That, that no, nothing questionable. Yeah. So what were you doing during the Phoenix lights? Jacking I, it. I, I just don't remember. <laughs> I might have been in prison. I just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> might have been in prison. I was a kid, man. Like uh, Person X is a little bit older yeah. than me, but I remember when uh, it came on TV and everyone was. Like it was like so back then, like it was phone calls because this was like nine, like ninety, what ninety four, ninety five. I thought it was ninety seven, maybe ninety six or ninety seven. Okay, yeah, so even later nineties, and uh, 
we were kids and you know we lived uh close to south mountain which is pretty much the most south you could get in like phoenix before you go into tempe and everything and uh just like person x said everybody ran outside in our neighborhood and you know back then there wasn't like phones with you know social media anything like that to communicate with it was all like phone calls and they did one broadcast on tv that was coming from luke's air force base and luke's air force base uh they were like saying that it was these weather balloons and stuff and that uh for um it was like flares flares that were like shot up in the air so we all ran outside and it was moving so fast that when we went outside everyone's looking up in the sky and you just see these lights but like person x said it was pure black like in the middle so like for miles like where we were at you could see this thing not miles it's like a like i would say blocks so like two blocks is what i meant to say and two blocks worth of people just all like in the streets looking up you know pointing like taking pictures you know and uh i just remember it i i didn't hear any noise but i i mean the the buzzing sound that that x was talking about but i do remember it being really quiet like everyone just like being like really really uh awe yeah like awestruck like seriously and then the funniest thing is i don't know if you guys remember but on the news afterwards this is how i know something real because uh the um what was senator senator mccain came on tv and he goes we have an answer for the phoenix lights and some dude walked out in a in a costume alien scale. fucking costume, dude, and everyone started laughing and shit. For real? Yeah, real shit. Oh, you, shit. We could YouTube it and shit. And he wow. came, he later came out and said that that was a uh, just a hope or a bullshit prop for the public, but there was something there, and he could he wasn't willing to admit at that time for fear of his political career or whatnot. But yeah, he did. Yeah, try to, to put it in a form where you know it was a joke they could go like, either way you know yeah like, yeah nobody will take it serious yeah. yeah so they came yeah. out later yeah. he came yeah. out later saying that that it was real that he was like we did see something we didn't know what it was we talked to luke's air force base we talked to you know the like a, a, other people like agencies that they had to check in with um they and then the one big thing that i remember too is the lady that actually came out with the documentary with the phoenix lights documentary she has photos, she has video footage, but not just of the Phoenix Lights night. She's been monitoring this stuff for years. And she oh. lives in Paradise Valley. She's her her husband's like a doctor and she's like a doctor or something. And they live in this big old mansion like big old house, you know, in Paradise Valley overlooking the mountain. So she has a clear view of the city every day. And, you know, they she would take photos. Yeah, to lay with a big glass house. Yeah, room. with all the light. Yeah, she she would just see lights outside of her window, go outside, and she would start taking photos. And then they bought a, a video camera, and then that's when they started filming them. But she was filming them before the Phoenix Lights. She had it ready because of all her previous encounters and, like, the stuff that she Oh, so she made a documentary? Yeah, it's called Phoenix Lights. and, and uh, YouTube or uh, you know Netflix, what? I believe. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it was pretty big. It, it got up there because... Um, this is like it said it's the biggest sighting in the world now so mexico used to have the biggest where i don't know if you guys ever seen mexico but mexico is like a true hot spot man it's it's like a bed for um you'll see the whole night sky just like with like 50 uh like orbs like 50 of them just well the other thing i also remember because i was young when that happened you know just 20 years ago 
not longer, whatever. Um, after it happened, after they spoke about it on the news, they didn't talk about it again. It was just like a dead subject, and everything became. Everybody wrote it off almost as a hoax. Yeah. But it was real. You know what I mean? Those who saw it <clears throat> knew it. And when they came out with like the flares, I remember them saying that all the flares fell at the same time. Everybody laughed. Equal this that. It was insane. I remember I actually had another, I don't want to say an experience, an alien experience, but I remember as a kid, me and my older brother and his wife, we moved into this house and the house is no longer there, but I was maybe five or six years old. And uh, so we moved into the house. We had the power turned on. We're staying the night. I had to go to the bathroom and it had a pedestal sink on it and they had the pedestal sink, the mirror, and then the light was one of those pull string lights. So I remember climbing up on the, the sink to pull the light. And when I went to go pull the light, a hand had grabbed my arm and buckled it. And I fell down. And it was because it was a hand that grabbed my arm. And I, I pulled my arm and knocked me down. I ran out of that bathroom, called my brother Joe. My brother Joe was my oldest brother at the time. He just, you know, he was the man. He was, he was badass. <laughs> and so I ran over to him. And the one thing that, I, you know bless his heart man he's no longer with us but he, he was a construction guy and his boots they stink so we kept him outside you know what i mean that was they they, they, they stunk like you would not believe anyways with that being said i run to my brother joe and i'm like dude somebody just grabbed me in that bathroom and you know there was no walking in there flipping the switch and the light comes on he was like what i'm i'm white as a ghost like somebody just grabbed me and fucking knocked me down and uh, he was taking his boots off. And he goes, nobody could handle the smell of my boots. And he walks up to the bathroom door. And he throws it inside the bathroom. And I shit you not. And I'll get his wife on the phone to verify this story. Because she was right there. That fucking boot come flying right back out at us. All three of us were like, what the fuck? There's no cell phone. There's, we didn't have a home phone. My mom was gone at the other house getting all the other stuff together. They were at the house keeping an eye on me because I went to Most Holy Trinity at the time, uh, 7th Street and Butler. So I had school going on. But I remember my brother saying, nobody can handle the smell of the boot. And he throws it in like that bathroom. Right and that fucking bat boot comes flying back out. And, and Michelle will tell you this. You guys all started throwing up. No, no, no dude. Right we took off. We, we left. We walked up to McDonald's over there on uh, 7th Street in Townley. Because we were like, what the fuck? My brother Joe, I remember him being a badass, but he wasn't going in that bathroom. <laughs> he said, fuck this. I remember my sister, uh, Michelle, was pregnant. <laughs> my, my, Michelle was pregnant. So they grabbed my arm. I remember we took off. We were gone. Uh, Michelle actually had a job at McDonald's. So we went up there. They called my mom on the phone at the other house. And she came and got us. And we didn't stay back there at that house for a little while until my mom had everything. We ended up moving back in there. And uh you have it exercised? No, but you know what? That's where I got my first uh cap gun. It was a 38 special. <laughs> and I kept that. And I remember when I moved into that house and I stayed there, ain't nobody going to fuck with me. <laughs> you know, because under the pillow? No, dude, it was under my bed. You know, it was like straight like in a shoebox. I'll never forget because my mom's friend Cheryl gave that gun to me. And it was like a real look. It came from Repco. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you remember that. Or no, yeah. Benjamin Franklin, which is right there on 3rd Street in Dunlap. Mm. Those were the original toy stores right there. I don't recall Oh, that. those were the shit back in the day. <laughs> you got everything real. 
But uh, anyways, we called my mom and uh, we we didn't go back to the house that night. We ended up going back a couple of nights later and uh, we couldn't figure out what happened. You know, ended up being told that maybe I just slipped off the bathroom counter and I made something up. Who threw the boot? That was, you know, that was the theory is there was no water turned on. I didn't hit the faucet. I didn't slip. My brother threw the boot in. And I, I should, you tell me when your next story is, I'll get Michelle Villaverde on the phone Whoa. and she'll verify that shit. But <laughs> we, we tripped out. It Probably was, a homeless, a homeless dude. Oh, somebody in there. <laughs> no. yeah, get out of my house. <laughs> I don't somebody know. Was squatting in there. This is my restroom. <laughs> well, the, the thing about that, though, is, you know, we were at the house during the daytime. You know what I mean? It's not like we showed up in the dark. Yeah. Hey, we had been there all day long. We had shit. I was I was pretty much moved in because I was going to Someone school. Someone had used the restroom prior to that happening. Well, again, we'd been there all day, so I don't you know I don't remember. I don't see how somebody could have possibly been in that bed, that bathroom and got For out. Hours, you know what I mean? yeah, hours. Because because again, we were living there. I was going to school. I went to mostly training. I wore green pants and a white t shirt, and I'll, I'll never forget it because you know. A motherfucker grabbed my arm and pulled me off that. And my brother's... Fuck that. It was nuts. It was really crazy. That motherfucker, the ghost couldn't even handle the goddamn boo. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out. Hey, hey. To, to tell you, and Michelle will even tell you because it's funnier than shit. To tell you how bad my brother's boot is. That, I want to know more about that from them. When you to tell you how bad that boot is, one night uh, we ended up moving into some apartments over there off 19th Avenue and Thunderbird. And uh, my brother Joe came home one night and he took his boots off. That's where we're going right now. And he jumped in the shower, right? And by the time he got out of the shower, his boots were on the porch. So he got out and he didn't get to put his boots on the porch. So he was already butthurt about that because we were already throwing a fit about the smell. So he opened up the door and put them inside so that way he could clean them off and this and that. We're throwing a fit. And I'll never forget this because my brother Joe, he said, you know what? You guys are all assholes. And he put his boots back on, and he went and slept on the mountain that night <laughs> because we were complaining about the smell of his boots. Uh, <laughs> and when he came back the next morning, and what, the reason why the story stuck with me so hard is because not eventually my boots working ended up stinking just as bad as his. But the next time, the next morning, we came back. You know, he was crying, and, and I was you know laughing at him like, you know, who cares? They're making you know it's your boots, dude. Yeah, just so, leave them outside. He says, he says, you know what? That's what I make my money with. That apartment you're sleeping in, it's because of my boots. Those toys you have, it's because of my boots. Everything you have, because my, my brother actually raised me. I had my mom, but my dad wasn't there, my brother. And, and I, I'll never forget that because I felt like a, and again, like you know, an I was asshole. like maybe <laughs> seven, eight years old. You know, I was a kid. What did you say? Yeah, what you still grateful. Uh, well, what you, really you know what? No, I, even then, even then, I remember him telling me, you know, everything you have comes from those boots. boots. And I remember jumping on my, my Kent bike that he'd got for me, because Kent was the shit at the time. I remember saying, yeah, yeah, right on, man. Okay, jumped on my bike, and I was out. I never paid a second thought to that. That's why the boot story always later on in stuck life. with me, because later on in life, when my boots started stinking, I always thought, damn, you know. And my wife would put them outside. We went through the same routine and so forth. But, but back to the, you know, the alien part, I don't think there was a bum in that house. There's no way because we were there doing the day. And if he was, my brother would have whooped the shit out of him at that point. You know what I mean? If your brother was scared. If my brother was scared, there was something there. You, you know said he was it ain't right. He was badass, but he was he uh, was scared. Yeah, that's some uh, psychic sh- or uh, different level shit right yeah, there. Yeah, it was crazy. 
Yeah, the only crazy thing I saw was that rocket a couple years ago. Remember that? I was oh, tripping out, though. Everybody did. You're talking Ooh. about SpaceX? The SpaceX? Yeah, it looked like a condom in the air. Hey, so what about this? Uh, so, um, so SpaceX, like, we all grew up in the 80s, and they used to launch rockets in the day, right? So why now does uh, SpaceX launch at night, and why uh, did they say the first time that they launched that the only reason why that huge, what looked like a... Uh, um, why outer layer yeah like 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 bright as fuck yeah it looks like a um like a jellyfish like yeah yeah that they said that was due to conditions on like a one in a million chance of it happening with the dew in the air and all this stuff but that that happens every time they launch and uh to me it you know that's that's its own separate show about what i think about how those like rip open yeah. and it looks like it's op- they're trying to like open that portal or like yeah i know. thought it was a ufo or that or yeah. we're like gonna get bombed some <laughs> yeah. kind of something like that yeah like it, it it starts off as like um it, it breaks its own like uh barrier and then that barrier like opens up and then it you just, see the rocket inside of it yeah you see one thing go inside and then, right? Like, it's looks, it looks like, like a, con- maybe looks a like, probe or something. It looks like a condom. They call it, like, a big condom in the air. And then you see the rocket inside of it. Yeah, and then yeah. They, they try to show it like it's the fuel cells breaking off from the rocket. But the only thing is, like, they would be behind it. Hmm. So how could it be in front of it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, those fuel cells are behind well, yeah, it. Yeah, it's in like, front of it, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What like, if it's, like, wormhole tech and they're trying to... Well, my theory there would be the thrust power, though, of that rocket has got to be so great that it's just, you know what I mean? For You take your hand and you stop like that, you still got the same pressure. So with that already generating Mm -hmm. and the conditions of the earth and and this and that, Mm -hmm. I could see, you know. Why at night? What what I find weird about all that stuff is, uh, you know, like the government controlling the weather. Yeah, you know, and not setting setting conditions just right for for setting rockets off to certain so forth. But it also leads me back to, you know, rockets on Mars and so forth. You know, you see these pictures and, and whatnot. And yeah. Here, here's what baffles me. Bad. They tell us how much, how deep they can see into Mars and how far down yep. they can see in these other planets and whatnot. I but yet right you can't here. tell me all this other great shit about our own planet Earth, how deep our soil, you know. The ocean there's so goes. Much, there's yeah. so much that we haven't explored, so, but so yet much. you're telling me that you know this much more about Mars, Pluto, and all these other yeah, see, you know what I mean. So, a few years back, they were doing that mining in Mexico for a new tunnel system or something, whatnot. And they stumbled across uh, caves that had huge uh, stalactites, just like just everywhere, just uh, or something like that. They were huge stones, but there's another guy that minerals, does a show, and he, he it's it's strange cities, strange underground cities, and there's like. Um, there's like in, in multiple cities, New York City, Phoenix, oh. there's there's towns below us. So again, that leads me back to my point of like the Bible saying, there's nothing now that doesn't exist that didn't exist before, which brings me to, you know, like light, like Benjamin Franklin, Tesla, whoever, whoever designed the first light bulb, right? So you're telling me that mankind has been around for however many thousands, millions, whatever it is you think you believe. We, we say Jesus was born 25 years ago, but we know that man was actually around before Jesus. 25,000. 25,000. 2,500 years ago. 
we know that man was around prior to that because of Adam and Eve and whatnot. But you're telling me that in between that whole time, no man until Benjamin Franklin mined a, a copper for lighting or figured out how to do glass or how to do... It literally took evolution to wait till Benjamin Franklin's time for the materials to be recognized of what was beneath the earth, what was at their hands. Yeah. Think about that. You're stuff, saying that the people, got lost. how smart these yeah. Mayans were and everybody else, all these other previous generations, Indians, everybody, they didn't figure out how to mine this stuff up until ben, literally Benjamin Franklin, some dude in the UK, like, decided to make a life. Figure it out. You know what I mean? So all these people are that much of idiots, biblical, biblical times all the way up until here. But you can tell me where the stars lined up, the time of the day, this, that. I mean, yeah, I think about it. So that's why I trip when people don't believe, you know, there ain't nothing that was here now that hasn't been here before. And I don't mean like cars and engines and motors, you know, but our, our basic living stuff. There, there's basic fundamentals you need to life. A that's car true. isn't one of them. A cell phone isn't one of them. Communication, it is one of them, but it wasn't by electricity, you know what I mean? It meant manpower, so... That's not the type of technology that I'm talking different about. Different form of technology or different form of electricity. Maybe the obelisks that are scattered around the world that they say might have tied anything. Well, like together. even training, That's training Tesla towers, basically, but older, just a different form of building it. But we know that we have the ability to send messages with pigeons, right? So again, you're telling me up until a hundred years ago that these dudes who sat around in the deserts for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Feeding these pigeons didn't finally figure that out up until so you gotta figure messages and so forth have been sent. Going back well to prior to us just figuring out what we'll ever do that we know of in our time. Talking about the carbon dating earlier, the that method I don't believe is, is accurate enough to give us proof of what our true past or true history is. So, it doesn't mean nothing. So they say, oh, 30,000, maybe it was fucking three hundred thousand, maybe it was you know three million. Who knows? You know, we have a good estimation of what the, the universe it is, is, but here on Earth, how many civilizations have really existed? Like, not just a couple of thousand or a couple hundred thousand, you know, looking at way, way bigger picture if we're as old as they believe we are. Well, and like with other civilizations, I also think like with volcanoes that are around right now, okay, the, these volcanoes that haven't erupted, they're lower below us, right? I mean, in a sense, they're still in the ground. Hundred years ago, though they were above ground, but they erupted, so they caused more dirt, yeah. dirt. So, so they got lower. A yeah. hundred years before that, they were even higher, but they erupted. Hundred years before that, so these volcanoes at some point. So other civilizations have continuously been covered up and so forth. You know what I mean? So who's to say again with these aliens that if we were to live? Like biblical people, 800, 900 years old. Well, they got that infrared now or whatever that scans it. They've been finding underground cities like a motherfucker What's now. What's been buried in the deserts, you know, covered by sand, you know, over X amount of time. Maybe what they find, we just don't understand how to use it to make it seem technical to us because it doesn't fit our criteria of what we know as technology. Or the power on or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. is, this, is it really as simple, though? You're Total. telling me that no dummy back then figured out taking a tomato or a potato? Mined some iron or copper, whatever it was that he was digging in the field, plugged it in and got shot. Not until Benjamin Franklin came around and figured it. You think people are, you think humankind was really that stupid up until then? 
Yeah, who knows, man? A lot of well, stuff you know what I mean? has That's been crazy buried, to think. lost, and might not ever be found. You the know? Baghdad battery, actually, now I think about it, they have the, the proof of that. That, yeah. that was been around before Franklin, so older tech, older uh, civilizations. It, were so when they developed that battery, they didn't say, geez, if I mine more metal, if I mine more of this, well, we don't know if what I happened. heat this up yeah. greater, check I do this, check this out. This, a lot of that information going back to uh, Egypt that we were going to talk about today, but then we had the special guest come in. Uh, so like Egypt, they say that there was full power, like 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 Wi-Fi and everything. Yeah, so next week we're going to go. Xbox all day. Next week we're going to go deeper into that into Yeah, that I conversation. think they have power there. They I don't did. think they, I don't think, you know, I just think they to did. say Wi-Fi. I well, think about like it was it was not like Wi-Fi in the sense of them using computers, but think of just electric. I think tree human humankind mm-hmm. first first mankind mm-hmm. had the ability, or was made to be like God. We were set. We were we were designed to be like God. So I think in a sense we also had the ability to harvest telekinetic power within each other. And you may Adam and Eve may whatever. I have some kids. I send my kids on. Now, because I've walked with Jesus, God Himself, I'm I'm Adam. I don't really need to see you to know what you're thinking. Or you don't need to see me because you're God, right? Yeah. So you teach me that. Right. You've made me just like you. I've got everything until I've done sin, so say. But I think they figured out a way to maybe say harvest telekinetic power in a sense, and if that means actually taking like worms from the ground and putting two rods in the ground and electrifying the worms come up. That could possibly mean sitting there holding on to something and catching that buzz and mm-hmm. relaying the who, who knows how? But I think the Egyptians had something greater than, you know, fire on a stick mm. guiding them through canals and tunnels or whatever oh, yeah. it was they were designed most, for. Most well, like in the pyramids, there's no uh, soot or anything on the walls that would have been caused by a flame, you know, the yeah. fire. So why are they so clean? Why, you know, everything's readable, legible in there. It's yeah, that's like saying you know, that, that, yeah, there's no smoke uh, like uh, uh, residue, like the yeah, so, yeah. But but again, is that the ability to harvest that power? I mean, if, if you think about it, there are people out there who use their mind to move that lighter, to light that lighter, to do whatever, right? If I have the ability to do something of that nature, you could do it without it. Well, you, without the lighter, there's people that, you know, that, that uh, can, like, like flames with their fingers. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But if I have that ability to, say, do that type of power, clearly I'm not going to do it with the intent of knowing that that lighter is going to emit carbon monoxide causing everybody that's within this trapped room. So if I have that ability to light that lighter just on hand, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I have the power to, say, let there be light? Not so much let there be light. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's hard to explain but <laughs> is it almost like creating like the orb of light you take a guy who says takes his light his hand you can make light right you can yeah. transfer power to, if I were to give this to you it'd make you stronger it'd make you this it'd make you glow it'd make you eliminate so if I have the mind control maybe I have a rock pick up a rock hey we need some more light in here your mindset your power Light that rock. That light is now illuminating the room, illuminating and so forth <laughs> by mind power. Because if I take a spoon or something, right, and I use it and I rub it right, and I do that kinetic power, and I can bend a spoon and I can do this, 
Is Matrix made up just by someone making it up, or is it made up by someone actually seeing something actually happen? Yeah, yeah, like how the hell is that possible? The same, really? On that same note, Star Wars, Star Trek, everything is it real. Or you gotta do all that just to etch some stuff on the wall. All right, let's get some final. Let's get yet. some final thoughts. We're about to close the show. It's time for our final thoughts. Oh snips! I think she's real. First. Give us this. <laughs> Who wants to start it off? Let's start with Professor X. No, I'll go last. I'll go last. You go last. I'll hit it up, man. Hit it um, up. I'll, my final thoughts are: uh, I I do want to uh, definitely say thank you to uh, to X here for yeah. coming in and sharing the story, and uh, you know. Again, I gotta, I gotta hear it again. So you know, when I heard it the first time, I, you know, I, I got a little bit more insight on it too. So it still makes me think of more. And we gotta do part two with his buddies here. So. Yeah, yeah. So that I can get touching cool. one. I know one guy. That's that's, that's good enough, man. But yet, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was a little bit more informative for me on this one. So thanks again, guys, for having me on. This was a really good show. Uh, real, real, real good information coming out of here. So. It's my yeah. thoughts. Oh, yeah, you want any final thoughts, Romanowski? Mm. No, but I think I'm pretty good. Just yeah. waiting for the cut. Oh, yeah. Alto? Yeah. Uh, if you have any experiences, stories that you would like to share, you know, hit us up. You know, hit us up. See if we can get you on the show, call in or however. It was cracking, man. I think we just got to get more people to talk about their experiences, man. So it doesn't seem like people are crazy when they talk. Oh, yeah. Feel free to come tell your story here and we'll definitely put you on. Jesus, any final thoughts? Ah, it was just interesting hearing your experience, man. I appreciate you telling us, man. Oh, yeah. Like, again, thank you for coming, sharing your story, man. We appreciate that. There's no reason not to believe it. Like you said, you have no nothing to gain off of it. There's, no. it's just putting your story out to the world, and it's gonna live on forever. Now I can't wait to get you and your buddy here one of the one day, and you know, go even further into detail with more stuff. Whatever your buddy remembers, maybe he he has stuff that his perspective he hasn't talked about yet, and maybe there's a question that we could ask that could open a certain thing in your mind. So, thank you again for coming and. Brody, any final thoughts? Uh, no, that was an amazing story, man. Uh, it really looks, it sounds official. It don't sound nothing fake, you know, nothing artificial. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, you can't make stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I couldn't make that story up. You know? I'd be writing movies, you know. It's just crazy right. when you guys ended up with your heads outside the window looking up, you know, like like something attracted you guys up there that just sedated you guys or something, you know, like crazy. Stuff. Unexplainable. It was amazing, though. Yeah, I think they're out there, though, too. Yeah. I can't believe he got space jacked, actually. That's what I want to <laughs> close <laughs> with. I can't <laughs> believe he got space jacked. I forgot about the space jacked. Jack, Savage. That was probably uh, Beldar from the planet Zeldar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how much was the quantity that you had got printed to you? Half a pound. Half a pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got space jacked. Yeah. Professor X, close us out with your final thoughts, and we'll close the show with that. Well, I'd just like to say thanks for having me on. I'm not sure what was the name of the show here. Uh, from 
the from the great beyond. From the great beyond. Brought to say something. I was gonna say road trip podcast. That's how I find it. Looking that up, or yep. I'll let the listeners know how to get on too, so that way X can know. Yeah, I'd like to know a little more information on that because at road trip podcast on Instagram. And then just send us your messages. We'll start a, from the Great Beyond Instagram, Instagram too. So nope. hit us no, up. I on think either. it's great. You know, one thing I, again, it's nothing that I run around telling everybody about. Very select people do I feel comfortable even sharing it because it sounds, you know, kind of heinous. But again, that's my, that's how I know shit's real. You know, so I, I saw something. I, I'm nobody special to say that. I should, probably shouldn't have seen it because it's not like I got the government chasing me down saying, oh, you saw something. You... Yeah. But I saw something that most people don't, I think, and, and it tripped me out. And to be able to share that with people, I think more people, I, I think you guys would hear a lot more stories of the same if people weren't afraid or embarrassed. You know, if they could be yeah. represented as X and know that other people want to hear their stories, man, because... Yeah, we need it's, more it's people. It's coming to X. a point, you know, yeah. to me, it's coming to a point where we might live hand in hand. Either, you know, it's like shit or get off the pot. Quit oh, making yeah. me dance around and think about, I know it's real. Just make it happen, I guess. I don't know. And with that, let's make it happen. Thank you.